your hands to heaven and let's thank him for his miracles in our life his blessings in our life his grace in our life it's a miracle to be alive today it's a miracle to be hungry it's a miracle to be thirsty it's a miracle to be alive let's thank him Lord Jesus I thank you Lord I worship you Let's thank him for his mercies that endure it forever. Thank you, Father. Let the living soul praise the Lord. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' precious name, we have worship. And so, Father, we are glad to be alive. And we thank you for your grace upon our life. Thank you for your provision. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your love. Father, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. Father, tonight again, we are at your feet. Bless us in Jesus' name. And tonight, Lord Jesus, answer our prayers. Give us a living testimony. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You can be seated, please. And you can shake one person and say, you are welcome tonight. God bless you. Please, let's shake at least one person and say, you are welcome tonight. God bless you. We love you. We appreciate you. You are blessed in the name of Jesus. Psalm 105 verse 40. Psalm 105 verse 40. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12 to 14. Psalm 105 verse 40. If you are there, you can put it for me. The people ask and he brought quays and satisfied them with the bread of heaven. Tonight, the Lord will satisfy you with the bread of heaven in Jesus' name. Say, believing, amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 12 to 14. Deuteronomy 28, verses 12 to 14. The Lord shall open to you his good treasure, the evil to give you rain unto your land in the season, and to bless all the work of your hand. Thou shalt lend unto many nations, 
and thou shalt not borrow. Say, believing, amen. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only. Thou shalt not be beneath if thou hearken to the voice of the Lord. I pray tonight that the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Ruth chapter 2 verse 14. Ruth chapter 2 verse 14. Ruth chapter 2 verse 14. Talking about living in abundance of God. And Boaz said unto her at meantime, Come thou either and heat of the bread, and dip thy moses in the vinegar, and she sat beside the reapers, and he reached her parcel corn, and she did eat, and was satisfied, and left. That means a half left over. Tonight, the Lord will give you blessing, and you are going to have left over. You forever be a blessing in Jesus' name. Living in the abundance of God. This is the month of harvest. And the Lord will cause you to have abundance in Jesus' name. Because harvest means abundance. How do we live in the abundance of God? Live a life of trust. Trust God. Trust his word. Trust whatever God is saying to you. Don't say, what will God do for me? God can do much more than you can ever imagine. God can connect you to favor. God can give you a lot of blessing more than you can ever imagine. First John chapter 5 verse 14 to 15 says this is the confidence that we have in him. First John chapter 5 verses 14 to 15 and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask him anything according to his will he heareth us. Tonight God will hear you in Jesus name. And I want you to please develop your confidence in God. It does not matter how big the mountain is. Tonight, as we have come before the Lord, the Lord will hear you. He will satisfy you with his favor in the name of Jesus. And we know that if he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desire of him. Whatever we ask for, we know that we receive answer from him. Trust his love for you. Trust his word for you. Trust is blessing for you. Trust is plan for you. You know, there are so many people that are born again today, but don't trust God. And when you don't trust God, you make him helpless. He cannot help you. The Bible says anyone that will come to God must believe that God exists and that God is a reward of them that seek him. What does that mean? God means that if you come to God, if you are in a church tonight, trust him that he's going to answer you. Don't be somebody that is just believing God with the mouth. Let us go to church. Let's just pray. Who knows whether there is God there? The Bible says if you come, you should be able to trust him. Why must you trust him? Every blessing of God comes by faith. Romans chapter 4 verse 16. The Bible says the blessing of God is of faith and grace. So that I can be sure to all the seed of Abraham. For you to have the same testimony that I have. For me to have testimony that other giant of faith have. I must be able to operate by faith and trust. I may not look it, I may not see it, I may not experience it, but I live by faith and not by sight. You want to be a millionaire? You believe that God is able to make you a millionaire. Why? Psalm 5 verse 12 says, The Lord will bless the righteous, and what will he do? We surround them with favor, like a sheet. You don't look as if you have favor, but just trust God that the favor of God will speak for you. And this month, this year, the favor of God will speak for you in Jesus' name. 
your phone will ring and you are going to have good news in the mighty name of jesus christ you know we wake up normally as if nothing will happen and before the end of the day we discover that god has blessed us before the end of tomorrow god will bless you and as many that believe it receive your answer quickly in jesus name you see why do we come to god we believe that god is faithful the bible says faithful is he that has called you who also will do it why do we trust god we believe that god is able god is able to make all grace abound towards you if he says he's able i should trust him you know a leprous man approached jesus and said jesus if you will in other words i know you are able but i don't know whether you will you can make me clear jesus said i will and he touched him and his leprosy departed he trusts his ability but he can he find it difficult to trust his willingness but jesus said i am willing and he touched him i want to trust god tonight you know i pastor so many set of people there are some people that just come to church without any trust in the lord as they are praying they are also having plan b that god that we are talking about my failure that god and i've also told you story of people also that even though they are believers they don't trust god for success in the academics i know i know one friend of mine in my hsc we say i trust god for anything but if it comes to success in exam i don't trust god at all and he said it loudly and god heard him you know at times when you say you don't trust god god is also hearing you god knows your heart you know people that trust him you know people that do not trust him and i know some of you here you trust god for everything but you don't trust him for your finances you say me i'm going to manage my money i have people like that they say i trust god for every other thing but when it comes to my money i don't trust god and god will also hear them so if you don't trust me manage your life yourself so this my friend apart from the fact that he suffered a lot of affliction before entering the university he entered and he suffered a lot in the university and graduated with top class he said he never trusted god and i remember in that room that day i told him i trust god that if god says i'm going to be the head i can be the head in every area in our room there i was not the best in our set in oscars hsc i was not the best but i trust god if i've never seen a lecturer say you are the best up to that time i say i trust god but when i enter the university they actually look at the class and say adituji is the best if you want to have success in this class go and meet him and i was happy and i remember the time i said i trust god to be the best and my classmates started coming to me because he asked questions that nobody knew by favor i knew by understanding i knew it and he said no this guy is a genius he said it and i was happy and i cannot forget that day and i remember in my hsc i said i trust god that i'm the best even though you may not be the best now live a life of trust live a life of trust my friend one of the reasons why i don't like cooperative is because you put your trust entirely on your saving anytime you have a headache what to think about is i want to get hands too i want to get hands this there's nothing wrong in saving but there's something wrong in you placing your trust in money tell them that are rich in this world not to place their trust in uncertain riches don't place your trust trust in god if you have a job now trust god if you have a source of income now trust god god can use so many means to bless you don't let your trust be in what you can see we walk by faith and not by sight 
Put your trust in the Lord. You can have plan. I'm still going to go, go get there. You can have plan, but don't let your trust be in your ability. Let your trust be in the Lord. The Bible says, blessed are those who have put their trust in the Lord. They'll be like a mountain that can never be removed. And cause is the man that puts his trust in man. If you put your trust in any man or trust in any other system, the Bible says, it will not see when good come. Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5. So when you trust in the Lord, you will not see evil. Because why? God will defend you. To live in abundance, let your trust be in the Lord. You may have a fat bank account, but don't put your trust in it. Put your trust in the Lord, who is able to give you all things. Trust is number one thing that enables you to live a life of surplus. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 3 says, God has said from the time of old that he has loved you with everlasting love. What does this mean? If nobody loves you, trust is love. Even if you are the last born, or you are the first born, or they call you bastard, or nobody like you, just say to yourself, even if nobody loves me, I trust his word. Jeremiah 32, verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 32, put on verse 31. Let me start 31. I say, the Lord of all has appeared unto me, saying, I have loved you with everlasting love. Everlasting love. May you enjoy his love forever in the name of Jesus. Whatever he says, enjoy it. Trust is word. Trust. Look at the life of Ruth. Ruth chapter 1 verse 16 says, Wherever you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Follow Naomi. Naomi looked at place. But Ruth exercised a spirit of trust. When Naomi met Mordecai, Mordecai said to, to Ruth, Do not move from here. Stay with my men. Trust them. Trust my men. Don't go to any other feed. Exercise trust on my reapers. He said, when you exercise trust on my reapers, they will not hurt you. And eventually he said, when you're hungry, come and eat. And in verse 16 of Ruth chapter 2, verse 16, he said, let bundles of grain draw for her on purpose. Look at the life of Ruth. It's a life of trust. She trusted Naomi, a helpless woman. Number two, she trusted Mordecai, which is word, even though they were strangers that time. Number three, she trusted Naomi for guidance. Don't say, I don't trust anybody. Trust is a powerful word. Trust God. When you trust God for tomorrow, He will settle your future for you. Trust God. And I can assure you that God will take care of you in the name of Jesus. He will not let you down. He will not let you fall. He will not let you suffer. The Lord will feed you and protect you in the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 48 verse 5. He said the God appeared to me loose and blessed me. And verse 15 to 16. He said that same God that fed me and protected me all my life long. That same God that helped all our confident fathers will also help you. <laughs> in the name of Jesus. You will not be disappointed. In the name of Jesus. It's exactly where I'm going. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. He said the Lord of all has appeared unto me that I have loved you with what? An everlasting love. Put your trust on him. When you are going to church and somebody is asking, what are you going to do in church? See? I trust him. He will settle me. He will take care of me. And as you are saying that, you are securing your future in the Father. You put your trust in the Lord. Blessed are those people that trust in the Lord. 
let your trust be in the Lord, not in anything. Why do we pray? We pray because we trust that he's hearing and is going to answer. Why do we worship him? We trust him that he's not a wicked God. He's not an unfaithful God that will do us good. And tonight, I say to you, God will do you good. This year will be good for you. You will end well. You will live in abundance. You will have testimony. You will not be put to shame. The expectation of the enemy concerning you will be cancelled. You will be frustrated in Jesus' name. Please, I'd like you to trust him. Even though you don't look it, just put your trust in him. And he will not let you down. Number one way to live a life of abundance is by living a life of trust. You know, nobody can help you. Me, me and my wife were discussing this morning. As he said, the biggest word in relationship between husband and wife is trust. The biggest word between husband and wife is trust. As he said to me, if you don't trust your spouse, how can you ever enjoy the marriage? If your wife travel, you'll be wondering. If your husband travel, you'll be wondering. If trust is removed from marriage, there's no sweetness, there's no honey there again. Now, but if there's the word trust, there'll be peace, there'll be relaxation, and there'll be abundance. In fact, there'll be unity. Trust is important. So please, put your trust in the Lord. And we satisfy you with bread and blessing this year in Jesus' name. Number two way to live in abundance is to live a life of expectation. He said the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 13. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 13. What does Proverbs chapter 20 verse 13 says? Live a life of expectation. Constant expectation of good. Love not sleep, lest thou come to poverty. Open thy eyes, and thou shalt be satisfied with it. What he's saying is that anytime you wake up and you open your eyes, always be expecting good things to happen, and you'll be satisfied with bread. Don't live a life of no expectation at all. You wake up in the morning, you are not expecting any blessing. Anything that will help you to expect something good from life, do it. Can I tell you something? If you need to buy a machine, that will make you expect harvest by the mansion. If you need to work, that will help you to expect salary, work. If you need to invest, that will lead you to expect income, do it. Expectation always brings importation. Numbers chapter 14 verse 28, the Lord said, as surely as I live, as I hear them say before me, that's what I shall do unto, unto them. When you are not expecting anything, your word is empty of substance. Your word is empty. You talk anyhow, you live anyhow. But if you are somebody that is expecting results, your word will be pregnant with meanings. You will not join other people to say what they are saying. You know that this, that year, you are expecting something. So you keep talking something that is relevant. Don't live a life that is not expecting anything. Because when you don't expect anything, you live a dangerous life. You must be expecting something. Constant expectation of good things. We produce results. Live a life that is expecting results. Live a life that is expecting blessing. Live a life that is expecting harvest. Because if you are not expecting anything, nothing will happen in your life. 
Anytime you are expecting something, increase will come. Increase will come. And a life of expectation, I may also tell you tonight, is a life of faith. I know it is well with me. I know my tomorrow will be all right. I know my God will do it. Job says, all the days of my appointed time, will I expect something until my change come? He was always expecting. They told Job, they say, cause God and do what? Cause God and do what? Cause God and die. Job said, lie, lie. If a tree be cut off and its root is in the ground with the strength of water, it shall what? It shall sprout again. It shall bud again. In other words, I will not say it is over with me as long as I'm alive. I'll be expecting something. Always wake up in the morning and be expecting good news. Be expecting favor. Be expecting miracle. Be expecting increase. Be expecting good news. Be expecting answers to prayer. Expect pleasant surprises. He said, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Will you not know it? How you know the new thing that God is doing? You are constantly expecting that God will show up. You know, when you are living a life of expectation, miracle happen at all time. I told you a story of a man of God that his faculty was about to have an accident and he said, that faculty, this faculty will not tumble. Don't worry. Something will stop the faculty. Something will stop it. And he still stole the faculty. I said, did I tell you? What actually generates miracle is expectation. I've also been in that situation before and I was expecting that miracle will happen. Miracle happen. But most of the time we give up so soon. Nothing is coming out of this place. Uh, any good thing cannot come out of Israel. How can God do it? Load your stomach with expectation. Be pregnant with expectation. When they say anything up, say ah, so many things. I'm expecting this. I'm expecting that. I'm expecting answers here. I'm expecting miracle here. When you are constantly expecting miracle, you jam a lot of blessing. It's not about boasting that you are expecting that you are going to live long. You are expecting you are going to see your children children. You are expecting that you are going to be blessed. You are expecting that the seed that you have sown in the ground will do what? He said, when you see the fruit of your harvest, your soul will be satisfied. If you are not expecting anything, you will not sow anything. You will not sow anything. People that are expecting something, they are always sowing. And because they are full of expectation, they are also always reaping. When you wake up in the morning and you are going to the office, expect that you are going to return. Don't say, I'm on Katio Shele. We know what is going to happen. He said, I know the thought that I think towards you. They are thought of good and not of evil. So no evil will happen. The only thing that will happen to you tomorrow is success. Is breakthrough. Is increase. In the mighty name of Jesus. Live a life of constant expectation of good things at all times. Constant expectation of good things. We release blessings of God into your life. Expectation is a sign of trust. Expectation is a sign of trust. Expectation is a sign of trust. So you must expect affairs before affairs come. Expect answers to your prayer. Expect answers to your prayer. And I promise you tonight that God will not abandon you in Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 14 says, 
where there is no fission, the people perish. But he that keeps the law happy is a. When your expectation are life, you are keeping to the word of the Lord. And it will not let you die again in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Bible hope and expectation is not in vain. They always produce results. They have tremendous power. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that my Redeemer liveth. I know that my Redeemer liveth. A young lady some time, years back, I don't know whether some of you know the lady. She sang a song. She sang so many songs. And she said, the reason why she sang it, BBC interviewer, is that she has seen her father rich, and as her father was growing older, she saw her father poor. That she was born with the gift of singing, but she detested singing. She was thinking, ah, I don't think I can ever succeed in this thing. Then God gave her that song. And that song, ever since time she sang it till now, that song has been an evergreen song. Can I shock you? She sang that song to herself, to her future, probably before 20. That time. The daughter of Baba Salah. Yeah. And that get to the way they interview her. You may not hear her name publicly, but she's currently working with CBN of Nigeria. Research department. Doing well financially. God was trying to teach her a lesson. I can take care of you robustly. She says the only thing she's not doing is that she's not doing some for commercial. But when it comes to somebody that's been blessed, that God has, that God has blessed her. She sank she moved around crusade. She sang everywhere. But the only song she can remember that God has done for her is that song. She still sang it that day. Maybe this week. Live a life of expectation. Believe that God will take care of you. Expect that good things will come. Expect that miracle will come. Expect that connection will come. Expect that your hope will not be dashed. Expect good things at all times. Live a life of constant expectation of good things. Maybe we should read Jeremiah chapter 17. Maybe verse 5 to 8 so that I can drive home the point very well. So that I can see that when you trust the Lord, you will always be expecting good things. Thus says the Lord, cause be the man that trusted the man that maketh flesh his arm, whose heart the path from the Lord. Verse 6. We are going to read quickly. Verse 6. For it shall be like a heat in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parched places and the wilderness, the salty land, and not be inhabited. Verse 7. Verse 7. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. Whose hope? Your expectation is on the Lord. Okay, look at what happened. Verse 8. It shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spread out the root by the river, and shall not see when it cometh. But our leaves shall be gray, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall I cease from yielding fruit. When your expectation is that the Lord will do you good, you will never cease from yielding fruit. Harvest will always come to you. I pray that you are going to expect something big from the Lord today in Jesus' name. Two blind men followed Jesus to his, 
a particular close place and Jesus asks them, do you believe I'm able to do this? And they say, yes, we believe. And they say, let it be done to you according to your faith. When you expect much from the Lord, he will not put you down. Tonight, God will not put you down. Your expectation will not be cut short in the mighty name of Jesus. Number three things that guarantee abundance is by living a life of rest in Christ. Feed on his love. Feed on his sacrifices. Feed on the direction of the Holy Spirit. Feed on what Jesus has done. Isaiah 48 verse 17 and 18. I'm the Lord your Redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. I'm the Lord that teaches you the way to go. I'm the Lord that leadeth thee by the way to profit. Are you hearing me tonight? Feed on what Christ has done. Rest. Let Holy Spirit lead you to do the right thing at the right time. When the Spirit of God is leading you, you will never be stranded. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I'm the Lord that God which teacheth thee to profit, and I leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. I pray you will not miss your step in life in Jesus' name. As many of you that are seated here, you don't even know the way to go. The Lord will lead you. Rest on his direction. When we are talking about rest under grace, rest is not inactivity. Rest is Holy Spirit directed activity. You are not just doing everything, master of every, uh, jacks of everything, master of none. Let the Holy Spirit have his way. Walk from rest. Believe that he loves you. Let him lead you. And he will perfect everything that belongs to you in Jesus' name. What does that mean? Whatever you cannot achieve, you have been struggling, leave it. What do I say you should do tonight? Leave it, please. Don't say, if I don't do it, I will never be able to do it again. Don't live that life. God is in charge of your life. Let the right time come. God will fulfill what he has said concerning you. And we perfect everything he has said concerning you in Jesus' name. Then don't compare yourself with any other person. Don't look at any other person's calendar. Let God order your steps. The Bible says, the steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. For the Lord delights in his way. Rest on his direction. Let God lead you. You may think your neighbor is faster than you. But you are not going to the same destination. Let God have his way. Live under his rest. Let worry and carefulness move away from you. And by his own hand, he will add many more to your life in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit directed activity is living a life of rest in Christ. Rise on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I will rest in your love I will not be troubled by anything. And I know you will take care of me. I keep on speaking to somebody tonight that God will take care of you. Your future is not bleak. Your future is not dark. Your future is bright. Because there is a one that loves you. And that one is taking good care of you. I want you to trust him tonight for his direction. Say, Lord Jesus, I will feast on your love. I will listen to your direction. You will order my step aright. And I will not be frustrated. You have brought me thus far. And you will lead me to the best place of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I walk by the leading of the Holy Spirit. 
you will perfect everything that concerns me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For my steps are ordered by the Lord. My steps are ordered by the Lord. My step, go ahead and say it. My steps are ordered by the Lord. I will feast on your love and what you have done for me at the cross. In the name of Jesus, my steps are ordered by the Lord and I will enjoy divine arrangement. In the name of Jesus, in this month of harvest, I will enjoy divine arrangement. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say, Father, I'm expecting much from you this year. And I know you can do it. Lord, do it for me in the name of Jesus. If you are having a special tonight, feel free and tell him, Lord, I'm expecting you to answer my prayer. I'm expecting you to bless me. I'm expecting you to surprise me. Lord, I'm expecting big things from you. Lord, I may have a lot of budget. I may have a lot of things that I want to do. Lord, I'm expecting you to bless me and surprise me this year. I'm expecting myself to live a good earth, good life, life of abundance because of Jesus. I'm having expectation on you. My eyes are on you. Lord, I'm expecting much that you're going to answer me this year. I'm expecting you to favor me. The Bible says you favor the righteous. Lord, my expectations are high and they are much. Lord, do it for me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please open your eyes. I want you to commit your ways, your life, your activity unto the Lord. And I'm trusting the Lord that the Lord God of heaven will bring your thoughts to pass. What does that mean? Please commit your steps unto the Lord. And whatever you want him to do, he will do it for you. Like surrendering ourselves. Can we raise our hands to every again and say, Lord, I trust you. You will not put me down. Please say, let it come from your heart like Job. I trust you with all my heart that I will not be frustrated. I trust you that you are going to bless the work of my hand. I trust you that will not, you will not abandon me. I trust you that we have fulfillment in life. I trust you that I will not die prematurely. I trust you that I'm going to reap good fruits of my labor. I trust you that you will keep everything that belongs to me. And you are going to keep me safe. I trust you that my life will end in joy. In the mighty name of Jesus. All those people that are laughing at me now, they will see me tomorrow and they will celebrate me. It will end in glory. My love will end in testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, you are going to do it for me. In the name of Jesus. The path of the jaws is like a shining light. My path will be from glory to glory. Lord, I trust you that everything that I want you to do, you will do it for me. The Bible said this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we pray, he hears us. And if he hears us, we have answers to our prayers. Lord, I trust you that I will have answer this year. I'm going to have answer this year. I trust that you heal my body. I trust you that you have loved me with everlasting love. I trust you that I will not cry the cry of sorrow. I trust you that I will have success. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we trust your love. 
we trust the fact that you have loved us with everlasting love. Lord, as we take this Holy Communion, answer our prayers in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here that is frustrated, Lord, by divine connection and divine arrangement, let answer come in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone that is expecting good news from any place tonight, or is expecting answers from any area, Lord, tonight, within the next 24 hours, let there be answers in that area in the name of Jesus. Father, tonight we are feasting on your love because you love us. And because you love us, you are going to direct us to the right path. Lord, let nobody in our midst here walk in darkness in the name of Jesus. Hold that our step because of your love in the name of Jesus. And help us, Lord, to live a life of testimony all the days of our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please, I'd like you to trust God tonight. Let's take the Holy Communion with trust. Lord, as I'm hitting this Holy Communion, I commit my life into your care. Take good care of me. And we do it for us in Jesus' name. Yeah.